We want you to be an activist and don't take our word for it. Look that shit up. Pulley. Stimulus near its hand? Start firing when there's a stimulus near the end of the rake, too. The monkey's brain extends its sense of the monkey body to include the tool. And now, here's the final step. The philosopher Bruno Latour says that when this happens, when the technology becomes transparent enough to get incorporated into our sense of self and our experience of the world, a new compound entity is formed. A person using a hammer is actually a new subject with its own way of seeing. Hammer man. That's how technology provides a framework for action and being. Rake plus monkey equals rake monkey. Makeup plus girl is makeup girl. And makeup girl experiences the world differently, has a different kind of subjectivity because the tech lends us its way of seeing. You think guns don't kill people? People do. Well, gun plus man creates a new entity with new possibilities for experience and action. Gunman. Gun oh no, a gunman! Oh, I'm gonna stab you. How did you do that, Pat? You're, you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a great clip. News networks are not even getting clicks like that. So this shows like there's an opportunity for this, what we're doing here on this show. So <laughs> if we're on to something here, with this idea that tech can withdraw from our attention and in so doing, create new subjects with new ways of seeing, then it makes sense to ask when a new piece of technology comes along, what kind of people will this turn us into? Great fucking question. <laughs> Be some scary, weird motherfuckers. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. But All you right. know, but, but my my thing is, and my, my like my worry is that the, uh, you know, when you know, because it sounds more like when than if, when this type of uh, technology really takes place, I mean, will people still be running around thinking that they're you know, like their body is still moving around thinking that they're inside of this. Uh, you know, wherever their mind is in a game, where they. Still I think be the scariest around. thing would be like what you were saying before is if you don't even know when you're in and when you're out because they could set up the world where you can be in it all the time and you know there's rails everywhere or something. You know what I mean? Wherever you're going, you can you know you can still be in the virtual world and just like fumble around the real world at the same time. Well, I hope it's just like this virtual world and they, they don't, they're not really out here with the rest of the people that live in reality. Because what if you had this person that was like beat up all the time and now all of a sudden they're like this bad guy and they're going and they living in this world what? and existing in reality and they're doing harm to people. Yeah, <laughs> like, beating, what, beating what, people what, up. Yeah. yeah. But but listen, I mean, like the movie The Matrix probably gives us a good idea of how something like that would be. Is like you know, because you know they had uh, Neo and Morpheus, uh, Trinity, all of them 
tied down to a chair with this thing in their fucking head, in the back of their head. And, you know, like, yeah, they jolting, they're jumping around. Like, if something, they was really going through something. Uh, in but the, really, they're just laying there in their chair. They're really laying in the chair. So, I mean, are they, uh, is it going to be, uh, you know, some, you know, university doing studies and then, pe- you know, like a, a group, like a thousand people, or however many people that they have doing this experiment, are they all going to be contained to one place or they have to be contained somewhere because that's that's the part that I'm saying like I mean you got people who's thinking they're in another world and with their you know like the chip in their head makes them feel they're somewhere else but they're right they're driving next to me in the car or they're walking with me on the side of on the sidewalk and that would be so scary and it's just like what you said earlier about the zombie apocalypse and then like people don't you feel like you're already around a bunch of zombies how many people are already Bro. plugged in like that? Exactly. Bro, I just I just see the government. I see this shit starting out on a study trial basis to people that want to do it. And then all of a sudden that shit is released like the Wuhan virus. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. out of the lab. Well, these mean, motherfuckers are going crazy. Like, but see, and, uh, and, and that's that's another thing. Like, I mean, that that could easily be a way to be able to send some people right into war. Like you know, like my 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 thoughts of that that whole thing being in your brain. Not only can they have the power to just send a jolt through your body and just you know th- and kill you, but they can also trigger you to where you go out and you start killing people. That's or, what I mean. Mr. Smith jumps into you, and you become Mr. Smith. Yeah. So whatever the state wants you to do, like because somebody somebody says something like, "Hey." It's not the real world. Let's find a way to get out of here. And then the person that's sitting next to you, it could be your wife, husband, best friend. They just get triggered and just like start bashing your head in. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then the state, the state just jumped in and was like, nah, we can't even have people well, talking about that. And then no, they kill themselves after that because they don't even want them to have the memory of the shit. Like, they instead well, yeah, of like, but it, the, they can black, send you on hits. I mean, they, they can, they yeah. can I, like, they, they could really control. Because, I mean, if you think about all of the satellites, all, like, all the stuff that's point, like, the Wi Fi, all the different connections that people can run in and out of, all through. Because uh, uh, we already know they could jump in and out of our computers and our phones for sure. So, so if, 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 if you have, if you're connected to the internet mentally, then they could jump. You know, theoretically, you would think they could jump right into your freaking like subconscious. Shit, you both your conscious and uh, subconscious. Like they are, they will think for you. They will give you missions that you complete, and you think you're in a game. And you going through. You don't went and killed your auntie, your uncles, your mama. Your it's daddy, so crazy because y'all remember Sims. Whenever I saw that Sims game. And I saw, like, it came out, and people were really into it. And then when I, I was like, okay, well, everybody's playing this game. Let me see what it's all about. I checked it out, and then, like, the thought of it was, like, the God complex, you know? And then it's like, you're manipulating these people. Because it's boring as fuck. Like, it's like, what the hell kind of fun is this? And then I would, so I, I got to thinking about it more and more and more and more. And it's like that with the, you know, it's the avatars. You're controlling these 
you know, you create these people and you, you, you know, the interactions that happen, you don't really know or whatever. Some of them you can predict or whatever, but some of them you can't or whatever. And it just kind of happens as a result of you, you know, winding up each one of these avatars going about their day, you know? And mm -hmm. I, you know, and uh, I that's wonder why they're trying to disarm us now because they know they're going to release this shit. And these motherfuckers, you ain't got no look here. He, Hey, you better stay. You better be strapped when they do this shit. I'm, over, I'm an overthinker anyway, so I think about like, yeah, that type of shit. I want to yeah. play some more clips of this because I watched this before and it was, it had random good stuff, but I can't remember now. Let me just play. I might just skip through it. It's awesome to be here. Kelly, I've got to say right off the bat, you're looking very put together. Oh, thank you. I mean, I interview a lot of tech company CEOs, and a lot of them, you know, they've got scraggly beards, or they're wearing jeans and a turtleneck. Uh, trying to be Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, exactly. <laughs> but you're known for putting a bit more thought into your image. Oh, I'm sure you say that to all the girls. Just putting you at ease. Okay, so your company is the <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Valley, quintupled your revenue in the last year, and now you're everywhere. Tell us about it. We're called Express, X-P-R-S, and we provide facial recognition software with a smile. So FaceTrack is a huge market right now because it's the future of security, right? You already use your face to unlock your phone, but soon you'll be able to use your face to unlock your car or your bank account or to make purchases. So we took the next step, right? Because the most interesting thing about a face isn't who does it belong to, it's what is it doing? Is the face I'm looking at happy or sad or bored, what does it express? And your software can actually tell what mood someone is in by their facial expression? That's right. We unlock the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence to read a facial expression. Our software can detect up to 200 metrics on the face. 200? Yeah. 200. And our intelligence system assigns each face an express rating based on three categories, Honesty, attention, and positivity. They're going to turn us into emojis. Honesty, so you can tell if someone's lying. When a face is being dishonest or holding something back, it often shows little micro expressions and our software can detect those. And we can also tell if a face is giving you its full attention or if the thoughts are elsewhere. And what kind of situations is it used in? Classrooms and lecture halls are two of our big target use cases. Like if you're teaching a class on Zoom and you want to know, are faces tuning in mm. or are they looking away? You hear? Also in the office, like if you're giving I'm a listening. presentation. You know this is a parody, by the way. Targeted advertising, borders, prisons, law okay. enforcement operations, well, that sort of thing. It makes targeted sense advertising. now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a parody. It, it, makes yeah. sound, it, it makes a lot of sense now because I'm like, damn, it, it just... It just took just that for her to open up that way, you know what I'm saying? Because she went in, she just started, I was like, that, you know, so okay, now it makes more sense, right? So, but but see, see what they're doing though, it's a parody, but it's real. No, like, I believe, yeah, 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 it's a parody, but they're parodying real situation or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So if a face sees an ad, our software can tell, did the face enjoy it, did it not? And that way, advertisers can improve user experience. See, 
See, like they're giving away a lot of nuggets with this. So they're like, you know, they're 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 trying to tell you what they're doing as far as you know the way they're thinking about this thing. You know what I'm saying? And how they're gonna use it. You know, and what's what's happened? This is coming. This is coming. And how accurate is it? Our express ratings are pretty accurate. Our machine learning is some of the best on the market right now. Right, because your company came out of nowhere. Lots of people have tried to do similar things, but you've managed it much more effectively and cheaper than anyone else. Thank you for noticing. That's what they always fucking, the race, that's the race to the bottom I always be talking about. Let me see if I can find, she said, blowing fuse, hold on. There's a clip in here where she shows, where is it? I don't know. scary shit. Yeah, you yeah, got Make comments, yeah. You got a smart TV. Make sure that motherfucker ain't got no camera on it. <laughs> uh, it does. The whole screen is a comp is a is a uh, is a camera. Basically, yeah. While you like, they could actually tap into your TV, and um, you know, while you're watching a TV show, they're watching you in your house. Yeah. Whoever wants to, probably, and I don't even if they, think if they, if, if they chose. That's what I'm saying. If they chose to, they could tap into your television. And, and I don't think turning it off does keeps Anything. it from them being able nothing. to do that. Because and, and they, all our devices now are hooked on line, so then somebody could, you know, mess with your device because it's 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 on the Wi-Fi. I think that's one of the reasons why they got everybody on the Wi-Fi is because yes. the, the Wi- TV. before we had the uh, smart TV. Well, well, we had the hard line. Yeah, they made everybody do the smart TVs, but I'm talking about the, the even the idea of the Wi-Fi itself because the Wi-Fi is a group, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, sending, it's sending signals back and forth. Yeah, I mean that, that that's that's the main thing. Like it's sending signals back and forth, and it's keeping you in contact with the, those any of those those signals, and that's why it's able they're able to jump in to your system through the air. And that's why before it wasn't you know that they've switched everybody to the Wi-Fi and and, and said it was better because before we had the hard lines, so well, it's much more difficult to uh, hack a hard line because you gotta. You gotta hack the hard line. You can't come through the air like you just said. Yeah, I mean, cause see, the um, the the, the whole idea, cause I mean, I, they, if I remember correctly, they're selling us the idea that, you know, of course, like you can have cable, but you can also be able to go directly into certain apps without having to use separate devices, and you know, Netflix, YouTube, Facebook, uh whatever you know you can do all all of this computer stuff right on your television you know what i'm saying that's how they're selling it to us but actually it gives them more access to you than you access to and, and you know what's weird is I, I you can't search the internet through your tv do any of y'all have a, a web browser on your screen because that's the weirdest thing to me because i can pull up youtube and I could do a search on YouTube, but there's no app for me to pull up to do like a internet search. Well, you know what? Then that's I can pull that's, up that's, whatever I want to on the TV. That's probably a way that you can, because I mean, like you can pull up 
apps. Like it just you maybe I've just, been looking. So if anybody knows or whatever, leave comments or whatever. Let me know. Um, I haven't seen that, and I think there's a reason for that. And then because I like I be talking about the show and how like people can watch it on YouTube. They can watch it on their TV. So that really gives YouTube an advantage over a lot of these other apps. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. Because people like to watch, you know, watch it on TV. It's yeah. bigger screen. You know, the sound is probably better. Um, so, but what I'm saying is, if you could search on the internet through your TV, then you're not going to have to go through their apps and shit. You could just go directly to whatever websites you want to go to and pull up whatever fucking videos or whatever the fuck. I'm sure that's happening somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure somebody knows how to do it. Because that's what I'm saying. I don't but, understand why I mean, it's the not whole... just there. It's, you well, would think, because you could do all, it's every, it's connect, your TV's connected to the internet. It's got yeah. YouTube. It's got all these other streaming apps. But you can't do a a, a Google search. Well, the uh, the thing that, uh, I mean, because the only way that I was able to, do, I mean, I could actually connect my laptop right into the computer. I mean, into the, into the, uh, TV screen through HDMI and then do it that way, but I'm I'm sure like now and um what is that the Android box like you might be able to connect something to it because like um you know I have that IP uh, IPTV where you, should, you can get like seventy channels uh, seventy thousand channels yeah but you still can't oh, search you can't do it it's you can only search within their library whatever their library is what's yeah. up doc um thank you for being here bro we're talking about transhumanism um basically talking about how it's like that what she's saying what they're arguing is that it's kind of like the evolution of man and post-humanism and it's like inevitable that we're just gonna like turn into like the Borg and shit. Who's y'all? That we are secretly ruled by elites who are planning truth. Yeah. Conversions do spread. In my country, there are mainstream respected writers who've said in print that the trans rights movement is just being artificially funded by George Soros. That's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory about transhumanism <laughs> entering the mainstream using transphobia as the gateway drug. Speaking of threats from the right, another place that transhumanism conspiracies show up is the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. Part of the ideology behind the Russian invasion is this idea of Novorussia, New Russia. Russia needs to be the center of a new cultural and political Eurasian empire. And part of this Novorussia idea is the belief that Russia has to step up and do this because the West is decadent and effeminate and unholy. And if you go down the rabbit hole, that we are secretly ruled by elites who are planning transhumanism. There's a Russian philosopher called... Okay, there's a... Uh, there's a... There's a... Um... See, I hadn't heard that before, but now that I hear it, um, I, it's... <laughs> you heard that yeah. before? I was no. telling you about that. Yeah. I see a high potential for that, uh, you know, because, like, I hadn't really clearly heard of it uh, or heard it like that. I mean, yeah, I've heard maybe of it. the articulation, the way she articulated it made my brain click. Yeah. Yeah, she's talking about making a new 
uh, center of culture and everything. I was saying they're trying to restore it. So she's okay. speaking about it in a new current tense, and I was speaking about them bringing the past tense. But that's that's so, what it is. I, I guess just to get a jump start on the the you know your idea of this, are you for or against, or are you neutral on this whole transhumanism? Dot. You know, truthfully, there are so many different versions of it. I mean, you know, technically, someone who is intuitive, um, picks up things, stuff like that, that makes them transhuman. Mm-hmm. I've heard I mean, that. It's not, you know, psychic psychic abilities, you know, the feeling, gut feelings that, that work. That's transhuman by that definition. I mean, so are we talking about the expansion of humans as is natural and is coming with our abilities that more psychic abilities things like that coming into the world or are we talking about cybernetics and artificial manipulations to become uber human well see but that's the thing i mean all of them are intertwined i mean there's no one direction that this is gonna go or is going well yeah, I mean, it's probably, I'm, you know, if if we're having conversations about it, it has already existed and tried and, you know, probably maybe working some of the bugs out, maybe even just trying to prepare us to go on and move into that next level of it. But just roll you know, it out like some kind of new uh, vaccination. Well, you never know. I mean, because if, if uh, some of the things that I've, the you know the the spirit the, the the theory some of the theories whether they're conspiracies or not that I've heard is that some of these uh you know the rollouts that we've seen um injections actually has metals in it that can form inside the body and maybe that is a preparation for the actual uh you know, chip or whatever it is that was supposed to go in your, your skull or whatever. Yeah, that's, man. Yeah, that, that, that's to make us more receptive to the 6G signals that are going to freak our mind or change our minds and, and tell us what to do. That's pretty much the same thing because that's what we were saying <laughs> earlier. Because so what if the idea of like, because like in X-Men, the, uh, uh, what is his name? The one with the metal helmet? Um, Magneto. Magneto. They had Magneto locked up, and and it was like a plastic prison or whatever. And so, but one of the one of the guards um, was eating too much iron or whatever. No, and, uh, the chick, the uh, shape changer chick, injected him with a bunch of uh, iron. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then he that was what he was able to use to extract from him because there's be not enough. Now, later on in the comic books, Magneto becomes powerful enough that he can use the iron in your blood and all of that. I mean, at one point, he actually ripped every bit of antimadium out of Wolverine's skeleton. Man, it it, it really trips me out how X-Men shows you the power, like it just being able to move, you know, that specific power of being able to move metal around it uh, and and how, how 
you know, what you could do with that. That's crazy. To be but, able to not only detect it, but to manipulate it. No and that's amazing because form. I, and, 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 you know, the X-Men, I always feel like they're talking about us. And um, so, but look, my point is this though, the thing we're talking about, the extra metal in your blood. And then you, you know, you got somebody who knows how to, you know, they have like a magneto power, not like the X-Men power as far as like superhuman power, but just like a technology. Well, you know, they're already using radioactive isotopes. They'll put it in somebody's dream or walk up and shake their hand and they can use satellite imagery to tra tra track them anywhere, uh, anywhere that's outside because they can see the radioactive isotopes using satellites. Yeah, mm. that is, yeah. Uh, I mean, shoot, bro, like somebody can rob your energy through a handshake. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm an energy manipulator. I can push and pull energy. So that's and why I, I hate them. And that's actually and, documented. And, and, and not to say, like, you know, like, you know, some people look at it like, I mean, because I guess it is some form of uh, telepathy, but, you know, just being able to look into somebody's eyes yeah, and you can rob them because you look right into the window of their soul. That's why that's that's so that's the reason why niggas be me mugging each other because they be like, oh, you trying to look into my soul? You trying to you trying to who do who do me? What you trying to do? Oh no, man! I had someone try to jump me in Louisiana because I was giving him a go to hell look. Yeah, you trying to who do me? That's scary. Um, you know the idea of somebody being able to do it just with a thought, but I never liked handshakes, and I don't really like people touching me. I've always been really sensitive to that you know what i'm saying uh but i'm really sensual though you know but i'm also really you know i don't touch people very much but you know what i'm saying does that make any sense well bro i i'm um i i think it makes a lot of sense and you know like i'm careful with who i do allow into just my because i mean that whole you know i i that when they come up with the whole six foot rule and all, like I abided by that like for <laughs> a de decades already. <laughs> you was like, man, I've been doing that. I don't yeah. shit. I don't want no. It's why you why you <laughs> six feet close to me anyway. Shit. I, I, yeah, I, I, like I mean, some like when people come into that that little my little circumference, I'm already kind of like, what the f you want? What you you need something? You're asking me for money. What's going on? You know, so I, I keep silver on both of my hands to um, to help block bad energy from coming in. Yeah, so I think that's some of the things that we need to try to talk about and focus on. I talked about a bit in the other one how they have those. This lady, she makes these like pyramids, and they're made out of organite. What is it? And it's supposed to really take down the radiation. It kind of absorbs it and wards it off and shit. Well, I think that we uh, have an ability to do that already if we're uh, if we're strong enough with our with our melanin, having that uh, having our vitamin D, you know, at sunlight levels. What yeah, about that? Let's think about that because let, let's talk about the X Men. Let's talk about like I said. I think we're like plants because I was saying I'm not gonna put tea on my on my on my on my plant. You know what I'm saying? So, and we're yeah. like plant walking around plants. And then, so what about this? What about like, you know, how like the batteries, the Tesla batteries charge up, you know, what about humans? 
and like charging up in the sun, like literally, and like being able to use that uh, energy that you, that you, you know, like, what is it? Like the comics? What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, like, um, what do they call it? Uh, the Asian artwork and like- Superman Superman charges himself up with the sun. Yeah, it's like a bunch of different things. Like my mind is all over the place and I'm thinking of like- Jack of Hearts. Havoc is cosmic energy. There's there's several of them that are fire manipulated. A lot of them. So think about that as a human, a natural human, and we're literally, you know, can be charged up by the sun, and they're trying to tell us this through these comic books. Well, I mean, I, I mean, the science is there, and uh, I mean, we're really like we're. Um, Wi-Fi, uh, you know, like we're connected to the universe through Wi-Fi. Like we have that one universal mind that we're all connected to, and you know our connect, you know, different relations with uh, the attributes like the sun, the moon, like all those things can change our mood depending on our, you know, our how deep our connection is with it. So the more we sunbathe and do uh you know our rituals maybe even gazing because i think gazing will take you into a whole nother level of connection with the sun um so i mean there's you know some people who gather more energy you know which might be more you know because the the moon energy which some people try to tap into is more erratic but it's still an energy that they can use for whatever they're trying to do but i i i wholeheartedly i mean the and it's radiation uh you know actual that radiation you know from the sun that empowers our electric body because i mean that's we're we're electric beings like we're we're energy like that's the whole thing well so like uh doc put organite crystals so let's 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 put crystals in context with this so like it, you know what they what they say like the crystals don't even they they don't they're somewhere in between a solid and a mass i mean a, a liquid and a solid or a solid and a gas some shit like that and like and and they uh, you know so like another thing with the crystals like okay you know from what i have learned about them like you can put it out in the sun in the moon or you could put it in the sun you know you, you charge it up and then you know keep it with you or put it in your pocket or put it near you and you can use that energy and and you don't want to let nobody else touch it because they're they're you know if they touch it then they, they they're they're gonna change because because you put your intention on it if, if you guys know what i'm talking about and well, so you know how is that it, related not to just... us as humans because we're I, I, you know we're talking about us as a plant but what about us as like a crystal you know what i'm saying well, we we're actually all of them at one time. We're we're a solid, we're a gas, we're liquid. Like we're we're all of it at one time. And you know, when you're talking about like these crystals, they're you know they have formed from one to another at some point. So it may may be able to be considered as all of those at one time. But when you're talking about the transference of energy, that's one thing that you know it can you know can happen in a zap because somebody coming in contact with your you know you're trying to use the energy that you 
harnessed into your crystals or you know for whether for whatever use it's for whether it's for protection whether it's for strength whether it's for whatever that you've built this uh this this mass to be to hold a certain type of energy for you and somebody comes in and grab your stuff if they have the wrong kind of energy or low energy uh, field they could actually zap it and uh, take it away without you know them even knowing they did it so yeah you keep them very sacred and away you know you you try to make it where it's just because like i mean i wear beads that's uh you know they're uh somewhat crystal minerals or whatever that holds energy i don't let nobody grab my shit and you know oh can i see well yeah you can see it you know here i make it where you can see it but i'm not allowing anybody to come up and touch my stuff i actually wear bells see and y'all y'all making fun of my ashtray What kind of ashtray you got? It's it's a metal ashtray. Y'all was making fun of me last time. <laughs> oh, but I love it because of that 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 noise. Yeah, I don't say, bro. We're uh, at the powwow. We uh, did the uh, you know it's one of those bowls, the uh, yeah. frequency bowls. I gotta I gotta get me one now, bro. Like it was, bro. It was rattling in my hand, like. The, the feel of it yeah, lit me up. And I, I think we're really touching on some heavy shit right here because y'all know about the, I think I mentioned this before, but like the idea of the unk being a tool, you know, a type of tuning fork. Uh, potentially. You, yeah, like you literally hit it on something and it depends yeah, on, because they know a lot of shit, so the 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 it depended on what the material was that it hit it on would make a different frequency and i'm not mistaken it was made it was made as a key originally as a key right so that's how it works but a key as a vibration right but that's what i'm saying a key to what because it can take you in and out of different realms depending on how because like you can actually take that and place it on your head like after you get the the frequency going you can actually put it on part of your body or right in your ear where it can take you into a whole nother mental state and that's what i think i think they used it as a tool but for many things like you probably use it for healing you know Mm -hmm. use it for like magic what some people would call magic and then and then we could think about construction because we talk about masonry and you know um, what from Reaper? That's where they got that from. But anyways, back to the unk, you know. So, but then again, that's the life and death, the um, uh, creation and destruction. Just like that symbol of um, I don't want to show it because that's what got me in trouble one time. But it was the symbol of the um, what is it? The uh, it's the Aquarius. What is it called? It's like it's like a person, and they have one hand up, and then they have one hand down. And they, it looks like they have like extra arm and it looks like they're a man and a woman. Like they have male attributes and they have female attributes. And, and sometimes they put the pentagram behind, behind it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a very, very popular symbol. 
You know what I'm saying? Even the Da Vinci is Baphomet. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, So that's, I think that's the same thing as the one where the Egyptian is standing there with the the sickle in one hand and the and the unk in the other. Well, that would that would have been Capricorn. And it did have where, you know, because it had the goat head and, uh, you know, one side is like a male chest and the other like a female chest. And, you know, I think overall it does, uh, you know, give different parallels of. Uh, it's as below, so, so below uh, the yin and the yang. There's, yeah, there's a lot the, of. The, uh, the whole of the universe. But I, I I believe that is also because I mean there's a the 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 masculine and feminine feminine exactly. within ever every sign exactly now, so I mean I don't really know how significant that would mean just for Capricorn <laughs> but uh, you know I mean that's the that's the sign in which. Uh, you know, I guess Jesus would have held, you know, if we're going by the December 25th. So, I mean. Yo, I hope I don't get in trouble for playing that last video. I probably shouldn't have played that shit. <laughs> I'm always testing the damn waters, bro. That shit gonna get me. You are Alexander Dugan. And he's kind of like if Jordan Peterson went through the black hole from Event Horizon. He's a big proponent of this Novorussia idea. His work has apparently been quite influential amongst senior Russian military. And one of the things he says is that the West is trying to do transhumanism. In the West, there is already no longer any religion, political hierarchies, normal families, or state in the fullest sense of the word. All borders have been completely crossed, transgressed, now all that remains is one final step overcoming the boundaries of the human species itself now who knows how much of that is sincere and how much is him just saying whatever he needs to justify his political views but it's interesting and maybe important to realize that the russian far right and the english speaking far right are singing from the same hymn sheet here especially when it comes to transhumanism and, indeed, trans people. Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. And do you know who else was singing from that hymn sheet? That's right, baby. It's time to hack this envelope and decrypt the secret data about Martin Heidegger. Heidegger was a Nazi! Martin Heidegger joined the Nazi party in 1933. He used his academic position to persecute Jewish students and even reported some of his own colleagues to the Gestapo. In the 20th century, there was a bit of debate about, oh, well, maybe he was forced to do that to save his own skin. But in more recent years, That's what they his said about France. books have been translated and there is no longer any question. Even the Heidegger Institute in Germany, the big Heidegger stands are like, yeah, uh, well, he was right about a lot of things, but uh, he was right about a lot of things too. Like a lot of intellectuals in the 1920s, Heidegger thought that the world had reached a crisis point 
politically, economically, morally. Religion has lost its sway over society. There's all this new technology that's dehumanizing people. So he thought we needed a new vision of what it means to exist in the modern age. His most famous book, Being and Time, the one that contains the hammer example, was his attempt to supply the intellectual foundations of progress. Mm. And his idea of progress required a new Germany to take over Europe, eliminate democracy, and kill all the bad people, especially Jews, but also people like me. When he said that technology can dehumanize us, he thought that was happening as part of a worldwide Jewish conspiracy. Did you fix this then, mate? Yes, I fixed it! Did you? The parts are Jewish. What parts in a car are Jewish? Hmm? Uh, spark plugs? Spark plugs. Jews invented spark plugs to control global traffic. So what on earth is going on here? Transhumanism and technological advancement is the conspiracy costume for all these different groups of people from Russian generals to Nazi philosophers to Canadian truckers. But what is the emotional opinion that they are trying to express? Oh yeah, what is it? This is the fun bit. This is my favorite bit of the video. If you can grasp what I'm about to offer you, then a lot of philosophy, especially from the last 60 years or so, will open up to you. I want you to try and imagine that an idea, a concept like freedom, justice, gender, whatever, is a piece of technology, a kind of mental tool. An idea serves some function, it focuses our attention. We might even say that some ideas come with their own way of seeing and even shape the subjects that use them. And just like a tool, an idea can withdraw or become transparent. We often don't think about how they work or where they come from until they go wrong. Now you're thinking like a philosopher. Now you're reflecting Heidegger's own ideas back at him like it's Yu-Gi-Oh! It's not just philosophy, it's philosophy tube. Transhumanism often uses this idea of progress. And some of its critics say that some big questions get forgotten about when that concept becomes transparent. For example, there are writers like Ray Kurzweil, who says that nanotechnology is gonna let us eliminate poverty and cure disease and then we'll have clean energy and it'll all be fantastic. And we already know how to make clean energy. We have enough resources to feed everybody. We could probably cure a lot of diseases if we really wanted to. The question that's being forgotten about here is, why haven't we done all of that already? Mm. Another big question is, who's gonna get to use all of this new technology? Most writers say that enhancement tech should be available to everyone, but just saying that doesn't guarantee it's gonna happen. Some say that in the last century, technology has doubled average life expectancy. So. Imagine what we could do if we keep going. And it's like, well, whose life expectancy got doubled? Yeah. Because in my country, the average life expectancy recently went down in the most economically deprived areas. We could talk about giving people robot limbs that they can control with their brains. And there are a lot of amazing possibilities in that field, but some philosophers of disability have pointed out that disability is not just a physical limitation, it's an economic one too.
disabled is a position that you occupy within the economy mm. relative to things like employment and housing. So overcoming that limitation isn't just about transforming the body. You're not going to fix homelessness by turning every homeless person into Inspector Gadget. There are big social and economic questions that are being forgotten about here as well. And this suggests that the real super technology, the real tool that smashes human limitations is just cash. You don't need robot arms. You just need to have bought a house 40 years ago and you're already post-human compared to most humans. Go, go, gadget, trust fund. If you're a religious person, you might think that there are even bigger questions that are being forgotten about here. The theologian Ronald Cole Turner writes quite thoughtfully about how transhumanists want progress. And what they mean is they want to extend the self, live longer lives, cure disease, upload your mind into the computer, but he says, for Christians, the whole point is to let go of the self and your own desires to better desire God. Mm. Also, when he thinks about transformation, he doesn't mean robot arms. He means spiritual salvation. Mm. When he gets uploaded to the cloud, he's going to get uploaded to the f cloud. Yeah. In my opinion, this is maybe part of why transhumanism can be appealing. It can present this very attractive fantasy in which humanity's problems are just technological. No politics, no religion, just good old neutral science. And I'm not saying all transhumanists are naive. Some of them are aware of this and they do engage with it. I'm just saying it's interesting to see the concept of progress as a piece of technology that comes with its own way of seeing. Maybe that's why transhumanism has become such a bogeyman for the far right. The last few decades of progress have left a lot of people's lives getting worse, not better. And that gives alternative political ideologies a big base from which to recruit. Alexander Dugan says that the concept of modernity is just a tool of elite control. That's how they trick you into supporting their agenda. And the only way to stop them is to become a fascist. Oops, sorry, excuse me. Fundamental traditionalist. Oh. There's a contemporary fascist slogan. Reject modernity, embrace tradition. Because tradition is also a conceptual tool that fascists use to affirm the values of God, church, empire, and of course, racism and patriarchy. Maybe some good news is, it's not just people on the right wing who are starting to realize this. For example, there's a lawyer called Dean Spade, who's written quite powerfully about how concepts like progress have been used to advance a pretty narrow vision of LGBT liberation. Gay people in my country can get married, but trans people are still disproportionately likely to be homeless and we still have a segregated healthcare system. When we start asking questions like that, opportunities can present themselves. So I can fully understand why some people might look around and go, you call this progress, do you? You call this progress, do you? I feel like we're going backwards. What do y'all think? I think this is a great video this, this that she made. Well, I'm not really sure where she's going, but I mean on on this subject, I mean I'm I'm I, you know, I'm a nature a naturalist, you know what I'm saying? So I mean I I like technology up to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go to any extreme, I think you're you're opening the door for 
extreme outcomes. You know what I'm saying? So I think the balance is where we need to, what we need to really focus on is, you know, this, you know, if we, if we actually cared, you know, if our, if our governments, not just our, you know, U.S., but the world itself cared about people, you know, we wouldn't have to worry about right. all this. Like I say, LGBTQ rights are human rights. Black rights are human rights. Exactly. Women's rights are human rights. Exactly. And, you know. you know, like, I mean, and, you know, for those who do want to run into this transhumanism world, they want to interject their minds, their consciousness into a computer, which we're, we're really already doing with our algorithm. And, you know, just the fact that, you know, I, I was looking at, uh, you know, some of the different jobs that is done mostly on computers. I mean, the computer is reading the, the, the thought process as people are making actions like, you know, an accountant, you know, that does specialized things. They're definitely, you know, being uh, analyzed on how they're handling certain situations to where the computer can do it themselves at some point. So my um you know like i said i mean i i see where it could be a benefit for some but i mean when you trying to take the average the person the average person today who's really into technology is our young people and if you keep them from reproducing we're going to end up with a, a planet like mars nothing you know like the ability to grow but no growth yeah, man. When you talk about growth, man, that, that that's something because we're already seeing the shrinking in populations. Let me um, read some comments because this video is so interesting. And, you know, like I said, what I was saying was it's well put together, you know. Um, maybe she had a bias in it. Oh, she definitely but, does. But, but, but she presented the information very well. And she it was... Did. And you it, can get you know. sucked up into it, and that's the thing. Like, you know, you can you can end up being sympathetic to just to, just because I mean, like, like that's the thing. Like, I've I tend to sometimes be a leftist, and sometimes I'm, you know, very right. You know, you know, on the right side. It, well, that's usually probably why I end up a more conservative than anything. But based on the way somebody, you know the tact that goes into the presentation can suck you up and make you feel sympathetic to something that could harm you. Let me, uh, yeah, y'all yeah. go ahead and make comments and I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read the comments on the book. Nah, I was just wanting to say, man, you, you know, like you guys are saying, this technology already exists. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but um, the iPhones, you know, if you have an iPhone, like there's been a many a times where I was literally thinking of something and I'm like, oh, shit, I need to uh, Google this real quick to see if it's available. And I go to pull up my uh, search engine on my phone and start typing. And it just, you know, I just, you know, I go to press on it and it like literally I'm looking at the phone. It's like the phone has read my mind and the word just pops up in the little search bar, the Google search bar. Like the iPhone does that, dude. Like, and, and I thought I was tripping, and I had my daughter do it, and it did it for her. It did it for my wife. Like, it literally reads your mind and your facial. It's re already reading your facial expressions. 
Well, I, I, I would agree to some extent. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think that it can, you know, get like you you're giving it some form some kind of hint. And you know, at from a certain hint, you know, maybe based on, you know, it knowing the type of thoughts that you usually have that it can suggest something that will be very closely related to what it is that you're you know you're thinking of at the time but it's still i think it's still trying to figure out and i don't know maybe may, you know maybe some people are more predictable than others you know what i'm saying so, or maybe it just heard my conversation of what i was talking about well, and it just put the word in there for me exactly, you know or something I mean, like that that's it's a, it's a lot of, it's a different there's different levels to uh how this thing really could have played out so you yeah, because what makes me believe it is that, you know, like on your iPhone, especially if you have one of the newer versions, um, it has that facial recognition sensor that sits at the top of the phone there. And so that's why I'm like, damn, maybe maybe this thing is really paying attention to my facial expressions. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you know, when you go to open your phone through your uh, your facial recognition, if you if you make a different face. Like if you make a frowny face when you go to do it, it won't unlock your phone. Bro, you know what I, I'm saying? I, I actually noticed that the other morning. Um, I when I woke up and trying to, you know, trying to, uh, you know, I, I think I was checking my my bank account, and um, you know, I have that shit set up on facial, uh, you know, recognition. So when it's open, like, I, it, it wouldn't, it, you know, it wouldn't open it's, the first it's time It's like around. your boss, it's just like your boss saying, be happy, smile. Well, that's smile, the thing, like, you smile know. Smile, and I'm, then you can enter the room. You can't yeah. enter the room until you smile. Yeah, so, yeah, it's definitely, you know, because, I mean, if, if you're happy when you're setting up the phone, you got a big smile, it can definitely change by, if you're not like just waking up and your eyes are barely open and you may be kind of frowny or I, I don't know, but I noticed my facial recognition, like my phone didn't recognize. You're in timeout. My bank app. Well, no, my phone. Mr. Frowny face. My phone <laughs> recognized me to open, but my bank account didn't. You're in timeout.